in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hello, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. I have Instacart coming. Um, do you know Instacart? Yeah, they have it in L.A., but only like certain parts of L.A. Uh, well, it's coming um, sh- soon, but th- the problem is they every once in a while they can't find your shit, so they're going to like text and be annoying, so... Hopefully that doesn't interrupt anything, but I'm just telling you now. Well, I have this. I have a version of Instacart. It's called Betty Batanz. He'll be who? My, my father is here at the house, uh, but it'll be like Joey, Joey. Um, cool. How so, was Washington D.C.? Joey, D.C. was fun, um, but I wanted to tell you uh, for. Those that didn't listen last week, basically I was going to this big event in D.C. Um, I was speaking to this group of people. It was a pretty diverse group, um, like all ages, but also like all different kinds of people that do different kinds of work. So it wasn't Um, just diabetes. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, And um, the funniest part about the whole uh, few days, I was there three days, two and a half, three days. Every room you were in, there were a couple of them, uh, but one huge ballroom specifically, there was this big, like, screen that was showing the Twitter feed for people using the hashtag associated with this meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is a kind of a common thing. I've seen these before, but a lot of times they're moderated in some way, but at this this event, it was not moderated at all. You should have told me the hashtag. If any, oh, I really should. I'm, I would have been so afraid that people would have connected those dots. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but um, I basically, put B, I could, put Justin Bieber's dick. You could hashtag anything, and it would show up immediately on the screen. To there were over a thousand people in attendance, but um, how many of them were fans of Mike Lawson? Close to zero. Oh. Um, I was very not known at this event um there were some diabetes people though but they were friends um and they are um i like i knew them before all of this Mm -hmm. um but joey during lunch one day or maybe you call them friends of glucose instead of friend of the show friend of not a whore i'm just kidding show don't rhyme they do in your head but they i just i was was working it on it i was working on it i'm sure there's some sort of way to tie in diabetes with that but yeah Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And just so everyone listening, if you hear my voice right now, then there's – I don't know what happened because there's a really good chance Joe's cutting that whole thing out because he looks stupid. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff <laughs> no, he I'm cuts not, out. No, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> there are times when I do cut those things out. You're right. So we're sitting there at lunch and like the Twitter feed's going. Nobody – it's not like it is a huge um, attraction or a huge um, 
uh, it's and not causing a lot of commotion. People aren't staring at it the whole time, but we're sitting eating. And as I look up, one woman tweeted, fuck American Airlines, just trying to get to, and she put the hashtag. Oh. And everyone's <laughs> and just showing like, an, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's then, funny is she's gonna, she doesn't know that they're doing that. And then she's going right. to walk in like, hi, everybody. And they're going to be like, oh, hi, Carol. You know, <laughs> how was your flight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it was bad. How did you know? Hmm. Towards the end of the second day, spammers started getting a hold, which is not super uncommon either. If enough people start tweeting a hashtag, it gets picked up by spam. But it's the spam is showing up all in the feed of this meeting, which is so weird. Um, but then I had this... Uh, uh, I was speaking with two other people from the group. Remember how I was going to um, Sacramento regularly for this, like, um, cell phone related? Oh, yeah, thing? All, old yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, so I was speaking with two pe- two of the researchers from that team. And so um, I've only had professional contact with these people. So uh, nothing really even, like, n- not even a lot of small talk. Like, every word I've had with them has been professional on about this project so one of the people has and she's this um a thin blonde woman and her last name is asian so i've always really just wanted to know like if she was married to an asian person if she was adopted like i'm just so curious how that name got to her but we've i've never been in a situation where first where it's appropriate to ask but then when is it really any of my business but I was just so curious but finally we were talking in a relaxed environment and she was talking about her kids and I was like do you have any pictures of the kids and that's how I figured out that her kids are clearly half Asian so I'm like ah figured it out but then her husband's white you're like, oh here's my husband yeah. it's like another blonde guy and you're like whoa what is this it's possible that they or from another marriage or something. But um, I also had during this meeting with these two people, because we are like are doing dinners together. We're doing everything together. I finally had this like kind of awkward coming out story again, which is weird that we have to keep doing it. But like, um, you know, like I'm old enough that I don't think that I have to do that. But every once in a while I get in these corners where like you get asked questions and you're like at a point where you're either going to say like, my partner or my boyfriend or, oh you know i what see I mean? what you meant i thought you meant your actual coming out story where you were like i sat my parents down like that was like that no. no no like i just have to like come out to them again uh or come out to people um again and it's just weird to me but um that's all what about you what's going on with you well i really haven't done all that much because i've been nurse joe to yeah. mother of the show uh, well, at least Jane. my half of the show. Uh, <laughs> Betty Batance had also, foot surgery. Also known as Baby Jane, right? Yeah, Baby Jane Batance <laughs> had surgery on the other foot. Remember a couple of years ago, a little over a year and a half Is ago. Is it the same surgery, like the same problem? Same surgery, but they can okay. only do one foot at a time. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. she did the other foot. And uh, yeah, I will say this. It hasn't been as bad as last time. Because I think we've both worked out how this works, and I'm already prepared. Right. You know, before, well, you know, for those of you who didn't listen, I think it's like episode, uh, well, actually, you can go to episode 100 and the 41 minute mark, or episode 100 part two is the whole <laughs> first time. 
Well, I How know do you know the minute mark? Because here's what this is so sad. Um, I don't know what you call this person. My, I wouldn't say friend of the show, but my friend Jonathan uh, doesn't listen to the show. And he's like, well, what episode should I listen to? This has been going on for years. He finally listened to an episode a week ago. but we're And we're almost three years in. But um, I would tell him, look, episode 100, part two, there's a story about you. Oh, I think we didn't name him. Whatever. It's Jonathan. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> there's an, a story about you. It's at the 41-minute mark. There's a 10-minute. So I'm even telling you. I don't even, you don't have to listen to the whole show. Right. Go to the 41-minute mark, and there is a story in episode one. By the way, he still hasn't listened to that episode? Hmm. If someone told me... There's a show where they're talking about you. I would so you know this. I would immediately, yeah. immediately download that episode and listen to it. Right? I've said to you, "Hey, podcast X mentions you," and you go listen beginning to end, and you're like, "Mike, they only said my name once in the very beginning, and I listened to the whole show." Yeah, that was. You know what? That was early days. It's so funny how blasé I am because now. Uh, I hear my name frequently on these podcasts, and I don't. It doesn't even phase me. I don't even go like, oh, oh, I don't go like. I mean, I don't go like, wow, someone's talking about me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's that's true. That happened, you know. So I'm jaded now. But the point is, I still listen. I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still amused. So anyway, the point is, does this time? But here's the this is the part that frustrates me, is my mom cooks. Right, she's not. She's not a fancy cook. She'll just like I, she makes. Real, let me interrupt real quick. Yeah, baby Jane was the one who could walk. So technically, you're baby Jane. Your mom would be Blanche. No, no, you no, are no. Blanche. Oh, you are yeah, yeah, chair. yeah. My mom was Blanche. Yeah. I was baby Jane. That's right. You're right. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. Your mom cooks. But... I'm writing a letter to Betty. Get your own goddamn food. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> That's such an inside joke. Oh, you have, to get, you have to have seen the movie to understand that joke. I think a good portion of our audience knows Baby Jane. That's true. Good point. I agree. So anyway, uh, so now my, my, when my mom makes dinner for her and my her dad, my her and her dad, her and my father, when uh, she, it's, it's very simple food. It'll be just it's very. My dad's a very meat and potatoes kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be steak and French fries or um, enchiladas. There's nothing super super fancy. Now that she has dummy cooking for her, and dummy is me. Oh, Mike Lawson. Now she has, she's, uh, whims, she's so whimsical with the foods that she wants. So the other day, she goes, uh, I go, what do you want to do for, because breakfast and lunch, I will say, is easy. She just wants like a bowl of cereal, and then lunch, she just wants like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> Remember, we learned about the turkey sandwiches, but right. I know how to make them now. She likes them with salami and mustard. So done, right? I go, what do you want to do for dinner? Hmm. You know what I've been wanting? Empanadas made from scratch. I saw a recipe. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, yeah. I want empanadas because your grandmother. Oh, well, here's the thing. My grandma. <laughs> she goes, my gra- your grandmother's coming over today to visit me. And I want to surprise her because your grandmother used to make empanadas from scratch. So I want to surprise her with um, these empanadas and I want you to make them from scratch, Joey, and do this, this, and this, and this, right? And originally she wanted, she had seen some recipe online that was the way my grandmother used to do it. And she's like, oh, your grandmother's going to be so happy. She should rephrase that, though. I want you to surprise her. 
She shouldn't say I want I want to surprise her. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> you know I want to. I mean? yeah, no, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, I'll tell you this. I made the empanadas. I'll, uh, spoiler alert! I made them right. She's on the phone. Do you know that we made empanadas from scratch? And I was like, <laughs> we did we right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. She's sitting, she's sitting there playing draw something. That's it. Oh, I'll get to that. So, um, <laughs> so she goes. I looked at, so there's a whole drama with the recipe because now she can't find the recipe online. But I I happen to have a recipe. I have cookbooks and I have all this stuff and I have a recipe online on a Kindle, right? Okay. So I pulled that up and she looked at it and she goes, Oh, we have everything here. We just need ground beef and uh no, it really was only a few things she could also me like ground beef and like a few other things. I don't remember what they were, just a few little things, right? Ground beef was one of them. I just I don't remember what the other things were. Like tomato sauce or something, right? And I go, okay. And she goes, I want you to go to the supermarket, but do not go to the old Vons. It's a Haggins now, and they're really expensive. And you need to go to Stater Brothers, and that's in Chino, right? Oh my god, it's like six. I've mi- never even heard of Haggins, but uh, okay, here's Va- Vons uh, uh, and Stater Brothers. Like it's taking me back to when I lived in SoCal. Well, Von- Albertsons bought Vons, right? This is actually a kind of interesting story. Albertsons buys Vons. So now for this antitrust law, they can't own like, Albertsons and Vons right next to each other. So there's an Albertsons right next to the Vons by my parents. So this, this company called Haggins came in and bought them all, right? They're from their Northwest store. They're kind of like a, like a, they're, they're not Whole Foods, but like a level below, right? Okay. But then here's what they did I think is so weird, right? This is just a few months ago. They come into Southern California and get, get all the old Vons stores. They literally kept the same employees, same inventory. It's literally a Vons, but they jacked up the prices by like triple, right? Mm. So now mm. they're super empty and they actually just went out of business. They're all closing in, in November. Like they lasted like four months. Hmm. So anyway, back to the story. So she, I don't want you to go to Haggins. I want you to go to Stater Brothers. It's six miles away and I only trust the ground beef from Stater Brothers. And I was like, okay, okay. So I, I drive six miles. There's, there's a Haggins. Under a mile from my parents' house, I drive six miles to Stater Brothers and buy these three or four things, right? Yeah. And uh, drive back home, right? So now the twelve mile round trip. I'm like, oh, I'm actually was actually very proud of myself. I made a good time. I was starting. Everything was going well. And I started to do little my little mise en place. Started to get everything together, put it in the right places. And she's sitting there, um, ching 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 ching, with the draw something, you know. Yeah. And then I go, um, hey, listen, we need flour. Oh, we don't have flour. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, no, 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 we don't have flour. And we don't have, and they're literally like, she didn't have flour? (laughs) And um, some other weird, like two or three like staples, pantry staples, like flour was one of them, and like sugar, and like, I was like, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, we had a moth infestation, and then your father and I don't really eat that stuff, so I just never replaced it. And but when she I, looked at the recipe, yeah. that didn't stand out to her? She goes, oh, I should. She goes, I was going to call you, but I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> and I go... You're bothering me now. Yeah. I go, but now i got to go back. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, is that okay? Right? Yeah. So not to go... All the way. No, actually, I didn't. I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell her I'm going to say the right with this fucking Haggins, right? So mm-hmm. I went to Haggins and I got the flour and all, and it, it, it is really expensive. 
<laughs> for the same flower for like just uh you know whatever brand all, a, 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 whatever brand of flower it's really expensive so i buy the flower and the little thing and i go back now now i'm pissed now i'm in a bad mood of course and i have to make these empanadas by this point my grandma's shown up and she walks in and she's like hello and my mom's like we're making empanadas and she goes oh like doesn't even care and she She's goes like, hmm, i've had a lot of empanadas in yeah. my life and she goes because my mom was like your grandmother's gonna be so offended you're not making it her way right yeah like, my grandma goes oh how are you doing it and i was like oh i'm doing it this way and she goes oh let me watch this is interesting right uh she wanted to learn a new way my mom thinking that my grandma's gonna be like super bummed and she's like oh no she wants to learn a new way so i make these empanadas right it is so much fucking work. You have to make the filling, then you have to make the dough, then you have to let it rest. Let me tell you this. My grandma left before we, they were even in the oven. She's like, all right, peace. I'm late. I'm out of here. Right? My grandma leaves. So she's <laughs> not surprised, doesn't have any empanadas, right? Yeah. And probably I'm, doesn't even like them. Yeah, yeah probably hates them. So she's like, he, I'll just take the cash. Yeah, she's like... <laughs> Yeah, can you just give me the cash for the empanada? That'd be great, thanks. So now I'm sw- it's so hot down here. I'm like, yes, the thing too. It's like a hundred degrees. I'm in a kitchen with an oven on, like folding like a like a total idiot, like just rolling out dough and like putting filling in and crimping it and putting it in the oven and baking it for 45 minutes, and I take it out and I make the empanadas, and she's like, mm, this is delicious. by the way, my dad's just like, that's not good. He has no reaction. No one has any reaction. That, that's the thing. Now, so now she has just flights of whimsy for what food she wants. Apart from that, it's been pretty easy. Yeah. You know? Good. But Good. Um, I, I think that doing it once probably got you in the right mindset. You knew what you were getting in for when you Yeah, I was already like, pre- I was like, I wasn't like shocked, you know? Right. Now I'm like, okay, if I don't make the sandwich this way. It's like they say the second time you go to prison is always easier because you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, or like, like once you kill, or like murder too. Yeah, you already belong to a gang. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else is going on with you? Well, when I was in D.C., I wanted to tell you I, um, so I get up to go to this talk and it's kind of a panel discussion part of it, and there was one woman who was moderating everything, super nice. Um, but during the talk, I noticed she's sitting right next to me, the moderator. She has on a scarf, like a red and black scarf. And the scarf that she's wearing has, um, one of these, it's gray, but it's still very obvious. Uh, one of these, like, um, I don't know what to call them, but like theft devices so that it would ring when you go out of a store. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like plastic things. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, like, watching it thinking, like, maybe she doesn't know what it is, but she's, like, playing with it, and she's not, like, embarrassed. It's not like she's tucking it aside so that you can't see what it is. She's, like, fiddling with it as if it's, like, part of the scarf. Like, do you think that this woman thinks it's, like, a brooch? Look at at this beautiful plastic brooch (laughs) that it has in it. It was so weird. And it likes to announce whenever you're leaving. Yeah. So I leave, and him, and him, I leave a store. This a, a big announcement comes on, like she's leaving. So I love it. Are those like, um, do you know? Are they? You're Mexican, so you probably stole yeah. stuff before. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a callback from previous. Yeah, episodes, people are gonna be really actually, the yeah. first episode. They're like, "What? Who's this Mike guy?" Mike is a dick. Yeah. Um, 
do you think that those work like in every store or is it like unique to the store? So if I walk out of JCPenney carrying something I stole, will it ring at Nordstrom's? Do you know? I don't know. I imagine that would be very expensive to have one that's unique to the store, but I don't know. And also, what if you, when you walk in, does it ring? I remember I went to this wedding, mm-hmm. and this woman at the, at the table with us was like, uh, she goes, uh, she was like a, a police officer for Brea Police Department, and she worked at the mall. Yeah. And she was telling us about how if you actually, if you walk out of the store and just, like, they, they can't legally chase you or stop you for right. walking out of the store when that happens. I remember she was just like, I shouldn't have ever told you that. I'm so sorry. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. I'm like, <laughs> please. Yeah, come on. <laughs> that's. I think that's true. There is, though, like the Walgreens in downtown Berkeley, I've seen on more than one occasion, probably three or four occasions, one of them was like to a physical fight where they chase people um because there's a lot of homeless people and so they stand near the door and like confront them as they know that they're leaving with stolen stuff and i've seen physical fights steve and i once saw we were at wall walgreens as well in um downtown san francisco and it was actually really sad this guy is walking out of walgreens carrying a sandwich the walgreens by his house has like a food place where they make fresh food and they have like a fresh scooped ice cream and stuff. It's like a really fancy Walgreens. Yeah. And this homeless guy's walking out carrying a sandwich and the guy at the door was just puts his hand up, like stop in the name of the love kind of motion. Right. Yeah. And he's like, I, you can't leave with the sandwich, man. And so the homeless guy gave him the sandwich. The security guy was like, I had to take your picture and he what? gets his cell phone and takes his picture and just lets him go. That's weird. Right. You know what? Just let the guy have the fucking sandwich. That's what I was saying. I was like, he he just needs a sandwich. It wasn't. But like then why didn't you step up and go like, I'll pay for his sandwich? Well, then, it, well, that's just too involved. Then I have to go back and pay, and then I have to wait in line. And is the guy still in trouble? Yeah, I don't know. That's um, a good question. But Joey, when I was speaking in D.C., also for the, this is a first for me. Um, at the event, when you speak, there were uh, American Sign Language interpreters. During mm-hmm. the event. Isn't that yeah. kind of weird? Have you ever had that happen? At a Somebody? diabetes event? It wasn't diabetes event. Pay attention. I, I, I've never been to any... Well, I've been to many events where they have the the, the the sign language people. No, but have you ever spoken and had somebody interpreting what oh, you're saying? Oh, no. No. It was weird. And they took turns. There were two ladies. Every 30 minutes, they would switch off. Or I don't know if it was 30 minutes. It felt like that way. I wasn't paying too much attention, but... I was so curious if like what if i said a word they didn't like know the interpretation for do they just wing it or what remember when um when you you and i were in the bay area and you walked me to that hotel so i could meet um nmb of the mike uh my cousin yeah. richard yeah i have my i have a gay cousin named richard he's a week younger than me and gay yeah and um when i met richard he had a friend there and her job she's a an, a professional like interpreter Right. For like Spanish. And I think there's one other language, but I remember Spanish was one of them. And she was telling me when we were talking that when you're an interpreter like that, you're just supposed to literally just interpret as if the person's speaking. And the person, the, 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 um, etiquette is you're supposed to talk to the, like, in other words, so the president and the Pope, he had that interpreter. Right. 
The president would know this, obviously, because he does this all the time, but he's supposed to talk to the Pope as if they're having a conversation, and then that guy will talk to you, but you don't acknowledge him. He's just almost invisible. And you just continue your conversation with the Pope as if he's talking to you, and you guys have a conversation, but the guy's just sort of there to mediate it. Do you remember so when weird. Joey Lucas was on The West Wing, um, played by, what's the deaf actress? Oh, Marley Matlin. Yeah, Marley Matlin was on The West Wing, and she had the interpreter, and she talked, but she read lips a lot. And sometimes she spoke, too. I would love to read lips. Really? Oh, it'd be so fun to see what people are talking about. From like, oh, she just said your shoes are ugly. I would like to speak another language that people wouldn't know that I spoke and then just be around them. Um, Steve, oh, my boyfriend, yeah. he said that a lot of times they he speaks English with his family most of the time, but he will... When they want to say something private, not necessarily like they want to talk shit about people, but when they want to say like, I don't know, do you still have gas or something? You know what I mean? Like something kind of embarrassing. They might just break into Korean so that people around them don't know. Well, you know, my this is so, this is this story is so dumb all the way around. But, you know, my dad won't shop at Walmart at all. Refuses to go to Walmart. That's fine. But why? Because, because yeah, exactly. I could, I, if he gave me a good reason, but this is the reason. He went to Walmart one time, bought something, it was broken, didn't work, so he went to go take it back, right? So he's in the customer service line, and I can't remember what the story is. Oh, I think I think it was one of those cases. Yeah, this is exactly what it is. So he stood in the customer service line, the person was like, oh, okay, well, go get the replacement and come back. You know one of those instances? Yeah. Okay. So he goes back to the store and comes back. Meanwhile, there's a long line of people, and they all happen to be, like, Mexicans, but, like, from Mexico Mexicans, right? Okay. And so my dad's waiting a little off to the side of the line, and then the person calls him forward to finish the transaction. Well, these guys get pissed, right? Right. And they are speaking in Spanish, and they say... Uh, like, look at this asshole, because he's white. He thinks that he can just go wherever he wants. He thought my dad was white. And so the other uh, white people are just helping each other, and they're just helping. This guy's white, and who the fuck does he think he is? And that's why my dad won't go back to Walmart? <laughs> well, Which was this? I'm the, like, those people customers? don't shop anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, but it wasn't the employees. Like, no, it was the it was the people in line, and uh, those, those are the kind of people that go to shop at Walmart, I'm not going to go to Walmart. And I was like, okay. That's fine. Well, if you think about it, and I find myself thinking this way a lot, like if I'm at a store or a restaurant and I look around at all the people and I'm like, ugh, these people, then I'm like, ugh, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like oh. if you hate the people that shop at Walmart, you're just one of them when you're shopping at Walmart. So Again, go back to the Bay Area. You and I didn't go. There's a restaurant. Remember the burrito place we went to? That was just all white people. But like across the street from it, there was another Mexican place I went to with Adam Vaught. I don't remember which one that one was. And um, I think that was El. Did we go to El Farolito? Which one did we go to? I don't remember. Anyway, the one across the street that's like full on chunty Mexicans, right? Yeah. And um, I was like, but that's how I, especially when I'm going to Mexican places, the more chunty Mexicans, the better I know the food's going to be. Right. Well, so. and like if if the I'm not gonna say chunty, but if the authentic Mexican people are eating there, then the food is also authentic. I would imagine they're not they're you won't see them crowding into a Taco Bell or something, right? You know what? 
I would like to say that, but that's not necessarily true. I often find that a lot of Mexicans are very poor judges of Mexican food, and they will go, like, if there's no other option, they'll go to a Taco Bell. And that's one of my problems with my own people, which is, guys, expand your horizons. Remember at the Block and Orange, not the Block and Orange, remember in Orange used to have the um, International Food Fair? They probably still do. Yeah, yeah. And every street would be a different, like, country, right? No, they'd be, like, different countries, maybe, like, a different continent. There like was definitely region, a theme. Yeah. It was region. So the, the orange traffic circle has streets jetting off in each direction. So the center was the center of the festival. The each Yeah. And each street would jet out and it would be themed differently for sure. Yeah. So I think it was like region though because there would be like Asian. There would be. Yeah. Like, and then but like then the there would be Greek. Yeah. yeah. It would be like a Greek street, but then it would be all Asian on another street. So yeah. Chinese and Japanese would all be on the same street, even though one whole street was Greek. And there were two groups of people who were the most fucking obnoxious people at the International Food Fair. Mexicans, and they're all in the Mexican section. Yeah. And Irish people. They're all in fucking Ireland town or whatever, just drinking away. And I was just like... I'm not, I can't judge Irish people on the Irish, but Mexicans, there's other types of food in the fucking world. Go try the Greek food was so good at this international food fair or go have some of those able skivers. Remember how good the able skivers were? I have no idea what that is. The little bowel balls of dough from, and then they would like, put the powder on them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and serve them like some jelly or jam or something. Yeah. Those but able I think skivers like, are so good. So they're the people that are hanging out, um, the Mexican people hanging around all the Mexican stuff, their point or their goal of that festival is to have maybe some good Mexican food, and that's why they're there. Whereas other people go, and their goal is to try one of everything or something. Maybe. I'll just use another example. Something I see commonly. Like, you, you go to a fucking Mexican party, all Mexican food. It, come on. There are other types of food. And I, just, I love Mexican food. I love – I know. Who, who am I? But I eat other types of food. I went to Halal Brothers yesterday. They opened up one up in California. Friend of the show Cameron and I stood in line for an hour to have Halal Brothers. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Whose story was that? Who was talking? Me. What else is going on with you? So last week I went to uh, Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure with friends of the show, John and Paul. Not you John saw- Paul. Oh, right. John, John and Paul. You saw in the news that they're upping the price of the annual pass again. I know. People are really angry. But here's the thing. This is going to sound really weird. You're okay with it. Well, I'm okay with it because here's the thing. Disney is an organization, is a, is a corporation. They need to make money. I, these parks, and this is part of the story, are so fucking crowded. Right. And I think they have to do it for crowd control because at the end of the day, there's too many people going to this park. Right. And look, here's the thing is these season pass holders, they go there, they ride the rides and everything, but they're not buying Mickey dolls and they're not buying the sippy cups and the flags and the ears. They're just going there and going on rides. I get that. I've seen there was one article I saw, though, that said maybe we need to do like Uber pricing. So there's like surge pricing or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, I saw that. Prices go up when the crap, the park gets too full or go you know what i mean it's fluctuating because you i also don't like the idea that well to get in you have to pay so much like it's basically going to be just a bunch of rich people at disneyland at the end of the day like that's not cool that's not cool either this actually is very related to my story but then at the end of the day too though imagine you are a family who saved up 
all your money to bring, yeah. you know, come from North Dakota. And now you can't. Mike, we went to this Disneyland. It was so fucking crowded. It's part of the story. So I'll work it in. It was insane. They right. must have been a few people away from shutting the park down. Because I hear you. But so, but Joe, real quick, I'm, yeah. I'll let you get to your story no, 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 eventually. But the pe- the people who live in the neighborhood that have to deal with the traffic every day and all of that, like, shouldn't they be able to get in? Yeah, like, but look, here's the thing: if you have a, an, an you live in Anaheim, you show your ID, uh, they have a special price. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So anyway, and, go ahead. Go on. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I no, like to hear talk. Oh, yeah. So uh, I agree to meet friend of the show. John and Paul, friends of the show, John and Paul at uh, Disneyland. You know, uh, Paul works for the Disney Corporation in some capacity, and so we were able to get in free, you know, mm-hmm. so I had to wait for him. So I let me tell you how crowded it was. I couldn't even park at fucking downtown Disney, mm. right? Because all the other <laughs> all the other season pass holders are like, I'm going to go park at downtown Disney. Right. So I parked like in the neighborhoods and took a lift in, which actually, to be honest with you, I kind of love because it was like a $5 ride and they dropped me off right at downtown Disney. So I walk in and, uh, but uh, you know, the the friends of the show, John and Paul are on their way, right? So I just wait for them a little bit. As I'm hanging out, you know, it's gay days. Okay. This is the reason we were going. It was gay days at Disneyland this past weekend. There was this one woman uh, with her son who he was he was about he she was older and he he was probably about your age mid 30s i would say mm-hmm. and he was like clearly between me and you if i had to guess if i had to put money on it i would say he was homosexual okay, okay. but he's yeah. there with like his mother or something and she was just not having it she was like i'll be honest with you i'm i would be really really upset if i saved all this money and i came here and they um all these gay there was gay days and no one told me i'd ask for a refund and I was like, oh, this fucking bitch, right? Meanwhile, we go to Disneyland every day, and it's full of straight people. No, I was going to say, meanwhile, she goes to Disneyland every day, and it's fucking full of gay people still. What does she yeah. say? <laughs> Who does she go to Disneyland? <laughs> so, but, you know, the thing is, you know, what's so funny is a uh, friend of the show, John, I forgot, worked at Disneyland in various capacities. One of those tour guides for a while. He was Peter Pan and Fantasmic for a while. Mm-hmm. So he's worked in various capacities, and so so have you. But I don't think you worked there when they were doing when Gay Days was big, were yeah. you? Well, I was there when Gay Days existed, but it wasn't. Yeah, the the last year I was there, it was big enough where there was like a gay film festival at the hotel. Oh, really? I went to yeah, it was it was growing when I was there. It w- wasn't as big as it is now, but it was getting there. So anyway, um. So then I was just like, whatever. But oh, but friend of the show, John, was telling me that actually they are prepared for this and they do actually will give you a refund. And actually, if you happen to wear a red shirt, for those of you who don't know, at Gay Days, <laughs> it's sort of agreed upon that you will everyone who's gay will wear a red shirt. Right. Um, they will give you a new shirt for free. If, you, if you're like, uh, I'm not gay and there's all these gay guys wearing red yeah. shirts, they'll give you a shirt. And I bet you the, the shirts that they have to dole out for that are come in like 3XL... 4XL, because it's like these American tourists that are... Yeah. I wear a red shirt on purpose just to get a free shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very upset. I did not know this was going to be like, I'll take that one right there. Do you have that one in like 3XL? That'd be great. Thanks. So anyway, um, so then I go to the restroom, right? Like this fucking bitch. I got to go to the bathroom waiting for them. And this is, this is a little contract. I had some friends that you and I know. Who were before we had a conversation? I, I tweeted this. 
not tweet, I'm sorry, I texted this to some friends, and one of them was really upset because I couldn't talk about it. It was gay days. I go to this bathroom, right? And there were some gay guys in the bathroom along with children, okay? It's Disneyland. People are using the bathroom here in downtown Disney. Right. These two gay guys, and I'm not saying this is all gay people, what I'm going to say right now, but these two gay guys were so inappropriate in this bathroom with the jokes they were saying and the things they were talking about. And they were One was trying to grab the other one's junk right mm-hmm. there. And I, that, what I texted was like, some gay people need to learn to like behave. Sure. And so, um, but this person thought I meant that all gay people right. shouldn't behave. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold hands. There was a guy wearing like, these crazy gay shirts. Like, I'm gay. I don't like girls or something like that. You know? I, don't, I don't know your friend's point of view, but maybe just the word gay in there, like, some people need to learn to behave. Like, that could have been a straight couple not in a bathroom, and that would have been just as inappropriate. You're right, I'm, and I agree with that. So we were having the discussion, yeah, even if, like, straight couples were having, like, massive PDA, uh, I think um, that would be inappropriate, too. You have to, you have to be, what people have to be aware of is that Disneyland, essentially, as much as we gay people have fun there, is a place for children. Right, you know, and uh, and so that was my thing. Is there are there are it's a very small group of people, maybe what one percent of all the gays that go there, two percent, who just act, I think, really inappropriately. And I don't think that that's. I, I feel especially on those days, there's the like I said, gay guys are at Disneyland all the time. But I think on those days, the magnifying glass is on us yeah. extra. How sharp. old were the guys that were doing that? Like in the early twenties. Yeah, it's. I could see it's a blurry line because it's. I feel like Disneyland kind of celebrates homosexuality, yeah. whether they say so or not. Like, I'm in an hour, I'm going to go watch a parade where guys in tights are going to do their thing, and yeah. it's going to be very reaffirming for me and my sexuality. And so maybe, especially on a day that is like overtly celebrating homosexuality, it's hard to remember you're not in a gay bar and you're not, you, you know what I mean? There are yes. children around and yeah. this is public and you yeah. need to, yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things, and look, and, uh, Later on, we were eating some food, and uh, one of the part, one of the the place where we were eating um, in uh, Disney's California Adventure, they had a rainbow flag cake, and they have rain- they have official Gay Day rainbow sippy, not sippy cups, but those big like big gulp cups, which I should have bought one. I don't, I'm glad I'm sad I didn't. So they're obviously Disney's behind it, um, oh, yeah. and so uh, I think for a while that you wouldn't have seen that. It was sort of like they were just like, okay, just not. Not yeah, pay attention. Well, when I when I worked there, it was very unofficial, and even the like the stuff I told you, there was like events at the hotel. Uh, those were kind of like the people just rented the space, and then it just coincided with the whole gay days thing. But it was very unor not unorganized, but like unofficially organized. Yeah. Right? And now yeah. I think it is more or of an organization that puts it together. Anyway, let me just breeze for the rest of the story. Disneyland was way too crowded. Mike Lawson, it was crazy. Crazy. Like, Mike, I was like, you know, I'll take a corn dog. There was a huge line for corn dogs and fucking popcorn. The shitty, like, bagged popcorn they just heat up in that machine. Yeah. They put, there was a line so long for popcorn. Mm. Popcorn. So, at one <laughs> at one point, Paul was like, I really want a mint julep, right? No, and you know there's the whole mint julep thing. Yeah. And for right, right by the Haunted Mansion in New Orleans Square, there's one place in the park where you can buy mint juleps. If popcorn has a line, this place is going to be insane. Mike, it was insane. But once again, thank God, friend of the show, John, knew all the tricks. He goes, mm-hmm. yeah, but they also sell them in the little restaurant inside. Let's just go in the restaurant. Which was 
not nearly as crowded. It was not empty, but it, we were in and out in like under two minutes. But you didn't have to stand at the window. No. Oh, I've never yeah, thought of doing I, he, that. He knew they like, yeah, you can buy them in the restaurant too. So we go in, but the funny part of that story, so everywhere we went, we went into the theme parks when John, John and Paul had bought um, ice cream. Mm-hmm. So every time John would get, would flash his company card, if you will, and they would look, they would eyeball that ID, and they'd look at Paul, and they'd look at the ID, and they'd be like, okay, and then they swipe it, and then he get the discount, right? He also got a discount on everything. Yeah. With uh, John, because John, John, um, Paul gave John his ID and said, call me when they need me, because he had to stand in a little bit of a line to get it, and call me over when you need it, when you need me to come over there. And then John just walks up with the mint juleps. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they didn't ask me. They're just like, oh, they just gave me the discount. They just took the ID and swiped it and gave me the discount. And Paul was like, oh, for those of you who don't know, no, no, I never mentioned this. Paul was Filipino. Right. So Paul was like, this happens all the time. This is fucking white privilege in action. Like, they never asked. And even John would say, like, yeah, John's white. John John goes, oh, this happens all the time. I never get to do this. And he'll see it happen to his boyfriend. He'll see that Paul has to, like, extra IDs checked and everything. And so, yeah, John, they just swiped it with John. Like, yeah, okay. So, anyway, we it was so crowded. We left Disneyland. We went to California Adventure. I, and then we were still looking for a corn dog. We were trying to find a line with no corn dog. At the end of the day, I, I texted uh, Paul later and said, hey, I had a good time. But then I realized um, we just literally went to both parks looking for a corn dog and then left. And went to, we went to go see The Martian <laughs> with Matt Damon. How was it? You know what? Paul, friend of the show, Paul, put it the best way. Really, really good. Excellent. Go see it in the movie theater. You should go see it. But he was like, that was really good. I'll never see it again. <laughs> okay. Well, but a lot it is. of movies that are like that for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like two and a half hours long. It's really good. It keeps you in it the entire two and a half hours, right? And you're on the edge of your seat for that time. But at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I saw it. That was really good. I'm done. Okay. It's on my list. I want to see it. So I'll I would definitely it. recommend seeing it in a movie theater. I wouldn't necessarily wait okay. for that one to come out in theater. I mean, in, okay. in DVD. Or to torrent it if I did that. Sort yeah, of there thing. is. there. Yeah, there is a sort of. there. I would look. Oh, you know what? They don't listen to the show. I saw um, uh, brother, a friend of the show, Paul's movie, Grandma, mm-hmm. right? And uh, cut to, this is the one episode Chris listens to. Uh, and uh, my friend had a copy, you know, and we watched it at her house. My f- Mercedes had a copy and we watched it at her house. Meh. Meh. It's not bad. Lily Tomlin is amazing in it. Yeah. You know, I like her a lot. So, but, that, but like, look, torrent that one, or wait till it's on Netflix or a streaming service that I pay for. Yeah, right. Um, cool. So, Joe, um, yeah, what's going on? on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Any anything happen interesting this week? This is interesting. Spencer Stone, who's one of the U.S. airmen responsible for helping thwart an attempted terrorist attack on a French train back in August, you remember that? Yes, he was repeatedly stabbed as he was leaving a gay bar in his hometown of Sacramento this week. Uh, It was initially feared that Stone would not survive his injuries, but doctors have since announced that while his injuries were significant, 
He is now in serious but stable condition. Stone was out with his friends in his hometown when a confrontation took place between his friends and another group outside Badlands, a local gay bar. And, coincidentally, remember a couple of weeks ago, you know what, I think we were, it was like when we were on our hiatus, I'm not sure we talked about it, um, Steve and I spent an afternoon or an evening there with oh, friend you of did? the show, yeah, with friend of the show Blind Guy J and his Oh boyfriend. no, you didn't talk about this, no. Yeah, so it's the same gay bar that we were at and got a little toasted at um, and ended up missing our train back to San Francisco. Cut to Blind Guy J is the one that stabbed him. <laughs> he was in an accident, he was like... I'm just going to hold this knife in my, whoa, 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 you know. Just. So they firmly believe that this is not a terrorism-related event and that it is in no way related to the incident that occurred in France. Uh, but the assault does not appear to be a random act and is believed to be a nightlife-related incident. Yeah, they know it. exactly. Have you seen the video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, so when I read this, I was like, oh, gay bar, this... Spencer Stone's a homosexual, oh, yeah. right? I thought the same thing too. I thought the same but thing then, too. But then, Joey, kind of when I'm yeah. thinking of, um, I I was telling Steve about this. Steve's not a person who pays a lot of attention to the news, so I also had to explain the whole French train incident back in August. <laughs> and <laughs> France, like this country news. called France. <laughs> it was major news for like a month, yeah, right? A huge story, yeah. yeah. It was like medals and Obama and all yeah, this stuff, right? It's the a president of France gave him like, yeah, like medals and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I had to explain that first. And then I explained this. And I was like, so it turns out this guy is in Badlands, so he's a gay. And he's like, Mike, when we were sitting in there, we talked to four people and three of them were straight. Like, <laughs> So, I mean, it's a gay bar, but that I think nowadays, nowadays being at a gay bar doesn't mean that you're gay, right? Well, I saw a comment on uh, the page. I guess there's a gay bar across the street and a gay bar next door, but yeah. Badlands isn't necessarily officially gay. It's sort of mixed. Mm, it's 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 like this is what the um, comments that I've never been like in the you know in the hallway to the bathroom how they have like promotional flyers and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. um, drag queen shows and it's a pretty gay bar. There's condoms in the bathroom. Condoms um, in the bathroom. It's pretty gay. Pretty gay. Um, but I don't know. And the comments on this story too are like, I don't know, what does it make any difference? What kind of bar it is? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you say that? And then someone's like, if it was a sushi restaurant, would you have in the headline French, French, France train attack hero stab leaving sushi restaurant or just restaurant? I don't know. I is it weird that though. they outline and italicize gay bar? Well, I only saw it in one story. Yeah. So, or whatever, okay. maybe it was that one story. Um, what was I going to tell you was, I, oh, so this happens to do with, with gay bars. Is So, they just opened up another gay bar close to friend of the show Paul's house. I think we might try and visit today. But this one is different. It's called Mattachine. And it's like like a really, you know, like those like nice cocktail, you, you've probably seen all those nice cocktail t- style bars that are all the rage now with the hipsters. Yeah. It's a gay cocktail lounge like really like wood paneling and nice really nice wood booths and it had like a, like, a, like what you would see with a straight cocktail bar which yeah. those are my favorite kinds of bars with a lot of bitters don't Oops, they do sorry. bitters a lot um wait what friend of the show john just texted me something about an old episode he did that thing that you know a lot of people do where uh we have friends who do mike too who texts me and mike we have one friend in particular who will text at the same time and he'll he's listening to the show and so he thinks 
that um, we can hear the show with him. Yeah. So he's like, "You dummies! It was red, not blue." <laughs> yeah. And we have to do so much backtracking to figure yeah. out what he's talking about. I just basically got a similar text from friend of the show, John. Anyway, we're supposed to go to this bar, Madison today. So I was looking at an article that did a review of it. They liked it, and there's pictures from the bar there. And again, it's like really nice dark wood paneling with the red booths. And it's, you know, like that, you know, like those nice cocktail bars that you go to, right? But then there's art in the wall. And of course, the art is like really tasteful. And then you look and you're like, wait a minute, is that a dick? Just like right there in like the... (laughs) It's just, they just love putting dicks everywhere in gay bars. It doesn't matter. They they could have a gay church. Jesus's dick will be there on the cross. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, hey, look, I'm excited. I would love to have a nice cocktail by a dick. So, I'm, I'm not complaining. how it goes. Yeah. What's up in LA? Anything great to talk about? Yeah, Michael, Mickey's in West Hollywood has been shut down by the state's Alcoholic Beverage Control Board for Whoa. 30 days over alleged lewd behavior and free drinks. And owner Michael Niemeyer thinks the bar is being targeted because it's gay clientele. <laughs> I, I don't know why that makes me laugh, but like... Oh, yeah. Out of all, like, all the bars in that area, they're like, look at these gays at this one. Well, they're like a co- block from the Abbey. Like, they have yeah, a they're really, really clientele. <laughs> the ABC's reasons for the shutdown stem from a 2013 investigation in which the board charged him with 14 counts of lewd conduct and two counts of giving away free drinks. Is that against the law to give away free drinks? Yeah, I was thinking that, too. The lewd conduct apparently refers to contact between go-go dancers and customers and overexposure on part of the dancers. The investigation was sparked by a complaint the ABC received in April of 2012. Um, So, their go-go boys, like, legally isn't, like, if you serve a certain kind of liquor, like, you can't have, like, full-on nudity or something. Yeah, so he had a response. So, here's his response. Mickey's current license suspension is based on lewd conduct laws that haven't changed since the 1970s, although certainly cultural norms have. Nude entertainment, including photos and other depiction of nudity, is forbidden. The statue of David could get one's license suspension, as could the images on the screens of some customer's cell phones. Would the state have bar owners stand over every customer's cell phone to look for and prohibit penis pics? These standards should be determined on a local basis. If San Francisco and West Hollywood want different standards in West Covina and Santa Clarita, these communities should have that choice. Sexual freedom is still important to the LGBT community. It, along with many other things, defines who we are. That He's being clever with wordplay, though. Like He's like, yeah, so if somebody puts a cell phone picture up, then that could get us in trouble. But he, nobody said that that's why they're in trouble. I read a different article. I guess I didn't pull that one up where they knew specifically it had to do with, um, like this, they cannot be like that much contact. They can't be within like 15 feet of the dancers. Yeah. The regulations include not touching anyone's breast, butt, or genitals, including that of both men and women. It also includes not using or showing or wearing any device that stimulates those p- p- same parts or pubic hair. Weird. I've watched a. Uh, I've been bar. to bars where they're fucking and fisting. Well, that's the clientele. That's like. And that's clear. Like, they come out and say no sex. There's signs that say no sex. But I've been to a bar where there was a guy doing a penis pump behind a curtain and you could see his sh- whole shadow. Also excluded is the simulation of sex, masturbation, bestiality, oral sex, or S&M. But I've been to an S&M bar and it's been pretty... That's why I think the guy might have a point. I wonder if it's like um, 
separate rooms because like some of the S&M stuff like there's no liquor being served in that room you know what I mean like maybe there's weird laws that we don't know about and we're just like complying with I could see it being either way I could see them being targeted but I could also see um funky ass shit going down at Mickey's I just don't understand I just don't buy the they're being targeted for gay clientele because there's a whole string of gay bars right there in that street yeah and i feel like all of them have done pretty lewd things i i'm not saying that this guy's not being targeted unfairly um Mm -hmm. and that the law is being applied to him and not to others but i just don't think it's because they're gay you could be right yeah um cool what's what's going on with you in the bay area this is look i've been wanting a short show i'm not super bummed well joey this is um is an interesting story. I pulled it because uh, the billboards in it, uh, there's one right next to my house. Like, I could leave here and go take a picture of it. Um, if you drive in the Silicon Valley regularly, you might have noticed some attention-grabbing signs popping up. Po- they say on them, porn kills love and fight for love. There are two phrases that appear on one billboard in the Willow Glen area, same same billboard next to my house. Members of the Fight the New Drug, the anti-pornography advocacy group responsible for that billboard, say they're trying to raise awareness about the harmful effects of pornography through social media and the company website. The site boasts articles that title uh, with titles such as Porn Stars Speak Openly About Their Most Popular Scenes and Five Celebrities That Hate Porn and In intentionally appeals to a younger audience users can buy t-shirts and other memorabilia with the same anti-porn message mm-hmm. so i don't know i just pulled it because i thought it was so interesting what a weird thing to spend money on i don't know they spend it on porn i love porn is i'm trying to see is do this you like love a, porn i like porn yeah um i don't know i feel like it it does a service <laughs> um, yeah yeah I did watch, uh, you and I talked about it when we were hanging out with friend of the show who doesn't listen unless he really has to, even though he's, <laughs> uh, he listens to other shows when he's really busy, but he's too busy for ours a lot of time. Shane? Yes. Remember this like um, porn movie? It was these uh, on Netflix. It was called Hot Girls Wanted. Uh, I watched that recently, and I've, it changed my opinion about porn a bit, a little bit. Um, I'm curious, this this documentary documents the lives of some girls who uh, get involved in porn and like their journey um, and how they, it's very empowering in the beginning and kind of gets them to a place of like desperation and they do things that they're maybe not so keen about. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm curious how, what that looks like in gay porn world. Like are men to give advantage of in the same way? I'm curious. And I'm, I'm not saying, you know, the answer, but, I don't know the answer. I would venture to guess maybe there was a time, but I think that time has... I'm speaking specifically about men, by the way. I do think there is a a high chance for women to be exploited in porn. Yeah. You know, I don't know know enough about that. But I think with men, um, I think there was a time where that probably happened, but I don't think what... Based on that... Look, the porn that I watch, no. I mean, I watch major studio porn. I'm not watching, like, illicit, like, uh, weird-ass dumb right. amateur porn where i think that could still happen but like do you think i mean the people in helix studios or sean cody or cocky boys or corbin fisher or treasure island media or well, the, um, Co- the, Co- Co- uh what's the other one this this documentary joey shows like these girls are getting started in porn 
and their um their time is kind of limited so they have a couple of months where they're like brand new they film a ton yeah. of shit and then now they need a new face so then if that girl wants to keep doing it then she's like i don't know like throwing up on people or you know what i mean yeah. like getting into like really weird shit because she's already done all the other stuff yeah um i feel that you i mean that does happen in gay porn but then they just go away yeah um, but back to these billboards, like some residents are not pleased with the word porn being up there just because it's like creating these conversations, like kids asking what porn is or. Yeah. You know, like, good point. Yeah. Like if you don't like porn, you're actually making us talk about it and explain, well, kids go to the internet and then kids are like, what's the web address? Yeah. You know I mean? Like they're all they're doing. It's like bringing it all, um, to light. Uh, though Fight the New Drug has many religious members, its founders have ties to the Mormon Church. The organization itself is not affiliated with any religious group. So, um, what what's up in L.A.? A nurse, Mike, working in the ER at a Mission Viejo hospital was devastated to learn that the hit-and-run victim they'd been working to save was her younger brother. Jennifer Medina in a nurse at, uh, is a nurse at Mission Hospital. On Friday night, a 23-year-old man was brought in for injury sustained in a hit-and-run. When Medina and other hospital employees searched for something to identify the man with, Medina spotted a wallet that... He must have been really fucked up if she didn't look at him and notice him. Yeah. Medina spotted a wallet that seemed familiar. Oh, this is heartbreaking. I didn't read this. The other employee opened it up, and Medina realized the man was her younger brother, Cesar Andres Medina. The brain trauma her brother sustained as a result of the crash was too severe for him to survive. Um, This is literally like my worst nightmare come true. Well, This is why I never became a nurse or a doctor. This is the only reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I hate science. This is really heartbreaking. I saw uh, the article on Reddit. And the guy's kind of cute, too. Super cute. He was skateboarding. Oh, is that what happened? Hit- <gasps> skateboarding when he got hit by a truck near Del Obispo Street and Paseo, <laughs> Carolina in San Juan Capistrano. What are some of your worst nightmares? Um, I don't have a lot of them. I mean, I don't like... I would hate to be in this situation, but I wouldn't say I've ever thought of this before. I think you have a weird thing where you're like, oh, I've always dreaded this. Because you've also had, you're like, I would hate to go in for like, have my tonsils out and they de- they take off one of my legs. Oh, yeah. Like, why why have you thought about that? <laughs> yeah, I would hate that. That'd be well, awful. I would hate it too, but I'm, it's not something that I sit and worry about every Mike, day. Mike, I couldn't find my keys yesterday. Yeah. And I woke up in the middle of the night cold sweat because I had a dream. I had two weird nightmares. One, that I couldn't find my keys and I was never able to find my keys and I couldn't drive my car again. And two, well, I go, ah, 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 right? I found them this morning. And then number two was, so my dad, so he's such a fucking child. This is another part of the story here. Remember weeks ago I told you about this really good trail mix that I found at Costco? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I turned my parents onto it, right? Oh, by the way, Costco is what I'm getting delivered on Instacart. I should have found some. Oh, I'll, I'll show you. I'll send you a picture of it. It's so good, right? So let me, oh, actually, let me tell you what comes in it. Dried apples, but these big chunks of apples, not like shitty yeah. dried apple. Like really you good. lost me already, yeah. No, you would like it. It's so sweet, though. Then Like, I might as well have chocolate. Yeah, it really is very sweet. Then these candied pecans... Uh huh. Cashews and raisins and dried oh. cherries. Okay. 
Yeah, dried fruit is killer for like it takes so much insulin because. Oh, it's which is so good because my, oh I, well you know maybe my dad is doing the right thing then with his because uh, my dad's diabetic. Yeah, but he said anyway all these delicious things right. So I see that they have the trail mix. So I go to get some. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the dried apple, the cashews, the raisins, and the cherries. He's picked out all the candied pecans, <laughs> and that's all he's eaten. Now it's just. That's, that's like left? sharing like trail mix with a kid and there's like M&M's in there and they eat all the M&M's and that's yeah, it. That's why, you're like, why didn't I just child. buy you a bag of M&M's? Yeah, he's a child. <laughs> so in my nightmare last night, I, I haven't told him anything. I was like, whatever, it's his house and his trail mix. He can do whatever he wants, right? Right. But in my nightmare, I told my dad like, why, why don't you just save yourself a few bucks and just buy candied pecans? And then he got like really upset and kicked me out of the house. And I was like, go, get out of here. I I'll buy whatever I want. I never want to see you again. I never want to see you again. You're not my son anymore. And I woke up. I was really upset. <laughs> Did you <laughs> tell him about the dream? No, because then he got upset about the candy pecan to kick me out of the oh, house. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> he might actually kick you out. You know what, Dory? Just mind your own fucking business and get the fuck out of my house right now. You know, just get out of here. <laughs> you're worse than the guys at Walmart. Yeah, you're worse than the guys at Walmart. Go in line with those guys at Walmart. <laughs> uh. So... What do you got going on next week? Anything exciting? Uh, I am going with friend of the shows, John and Paul. We're going to go see Steve Jobs and Black Mass. And then we're going to go to the Oinkster afterwards for a burger. But other than that, apart from work, I'm not leaving uh, my mom's side like like a little bird. That's fun. I have a huge thing next week starting. Big Blue Big Blue Test starts next week. It feels like just yesterday that we were doing that. Yep. And you know what? It's going to be uh, a different program this year. What uh, happens the now next, this year? In the next 12 months, we're going to do it three different times and award to six. It's basically moving towards a full uh, year-round program. We're getting what are, there. What are, the, um, what are the prizes this time around? Um, well, we're giving away $10,000 to nonprofits. Oh. No, what are the prizes for people who participate? Nothing. No, no towels. No. <laughs> um, and then Joey. I'm gonna need a new jizz rag. This 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 jizz rag is so stained Gross, with stop this big blue test. It could walk on its own. This is how stiff it is. On Tuesday, I'm going also to see Janet Jackson. Um, Miss Na- Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, mm-hmm. that's happening Tuesday, and are I'm you really excited, excited about, that? about that. Yeah, so excited. So that's my my week next week. Well, that sounds like a fun week. I'll make sure and think about me when I'm sitting here uh, spoon feeding my mom uh, Malta meal. <laughs> I will. No, you know what, right. what? When she's having me make her uh, a pork vindaloo that she all of a sudden <laughs> decided she wants that she's never had, but she's always wanted to try it. Yeah. Um, all right, Joey. Nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, um. Um, uh, um. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.